Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Jeffrey Lyles, welcoming you to another installment of Lyles Movie Files. Joining me as always, little brother Jace. How are you, bro? Shot. Another day closer to Christmas, so it's a good day. Woo woo. So, Hawkeye wrapped today. And I did not stay up until 3 o'clock to watch it. I just so happened to be up at 3 o'clock and, and decided to watch it. Coincidentally, huh? Yeah, it's just a wacky coincidence. And I think this is definitely one of my favorite ones of the Disney+. Plus. Actually, I don't think I have a one that I dislike. There's no Jessica Jones Season 2, Iron Fist Season 1 of these Disney Plus shows. They've all been really good, entertaining for what they're trying to do. And I like that they're not the same format for each one. It's not a thing of, okay, this one's the serious one. This is the other serious one. This is the really depressing one. They they span all kinds of different genres like you'd expect from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So this was really fun, really cool. And I think it paid off everything that they had set up over these first five episodes. One of my favorite parts of the episode, though, trick arrows. It was so many trick arrows. And to me, that's what I think of when I think of Hawkeye. I think of the guy who's basically, you know, when he joined the Avengers, he was slotted in as Iron Man's replacement. And back then, Mm -hmm. Iron Man was the tech guy, so he had all these different devices with his armor. And Hawkeye just couldn't fly, but basically was serving that same capacity where... Every arrow did something else to help fight. So he was basically the equivalent of Iron Man, just on a lower power scale. So actually seeing him throughout these arrowheads with Stark Tech, Pym Particle Tech, and just going to work with it was like, yes, now you're finally realizing Hawkeye is a full-fledged superhero, not just a shield agent who happens to use a bow and arrow. What did you think about all the trick arrows they, they unleashed this episode? Uh, I, I like the fact that I mean you saw and not just you saw them actually making because it's like we always you always joke like when you see like a green arrow like when has he had the time to make all these trick arrows and then you actually kind of like see Hawkeye making them like now nah, give me give me that uh, pepper spray over there I got like I said he got the pim tech making sure everything's like got some Stark tech here and then when you actually see each one of them use it's like oh that was really cool like just it, it was it's just like once again it was like. It makes him a much better character than the guy who shoots arrows and eventually will run out of arrows. You know, at least now he looks like, hey, I might run out of arrows, but I'm going to do pretty good before then. I, I got some tricks to, to, yeah. to go down with. It's like Josh Whedon kind of teased showing how formidable Hawkeye could be. Like he had some trick arrows in the first Avengers film and then Age of Ultron, but it wasn't, I never felt like he got to the next level. And I think with this show, they really evolved him as a fighter just in terms of what he can do. And when he's just taking out dudes without even looking, that is the coolest, baddest archer this side of Legolas. So really, really cool stuff. And even Kate's still like, whoa, how'd you do that? And I love that where she's just I, 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 yeah, I very much appreciated like the actual sidekick. Once again, like I got stuff to learn from you because that was bad. Like it just kind of like the in the moment, like not trying to fan fan girl out, but that was freaking cool. <laughs> just okay, cool. Speaking yeah. of freaking cool, Wilson Fisk showed up, the big guy, and we got him in all of his might and glory. It was 
So cool. I, I, I don't know what led me to this kick. I don't know maybe stuff I've been watching lately, but I'm revisiting Daredevil season two and such a great season. And just all the different players at work. I haven't even gotten to Kingpin's return yet. But Vincent D'Onofrio. D'Onofrio. Huh? D'Onofrio. Thank you. Thank you. I was I had it all set in my head. I was going to get say it right this time. And then it was no, you're not. So my brain was like, sorry, sorry. Yeah. But he's so good as Kingpin. He's just menacing. And they padded up his suit a little bit more to make him look bigger and thicker like he does in the comic. And he's such a force. Like when he's talking to Eleanor, it's like, yeah, Eleanor, you need to really watch it, homie, because I, I don't think this is going to work out well for you. Are you okay with him putting your hand on the shoulder? Because you probably shouldn't be. It's not, <laughs> it's not a good move. And then I love that he was actually smart enough. You know, sometimes the villain just doesn't see somebody betraying them. But he's like, nah, Maya's turned on this. Kazi, deal with it. And just that like, foresight is like, thank you. He's not a dumb bad guy. He's on it. He, he's, he's, been, he's been, we don't even, I mean, like, now we have some, What's he been up to since Daredevil season three? Because like he's still actually still the dude, and he didn't get blipped out, so he had five years to do all the kingpin things. Hey, Daredevil might have got blipped out, and he might have run in New York for five years. So him now, you're kind of like, oh, what has he been up to? And hopefully, we'll have some show that explains a little bit of that. Oh, if only, and, if only Marvel Studios would plan out stuff that way. Hmm, I wonder. But also, I was, uh, also one of the things I really like about him is his fighting style is not like the quickest big dude. It's like this giant brawler that if he hits you, it's lights out. You are flying the other side of the room. It's like, yeah, you guys can all have these ninja powers and all this. I If I hit you one good time, you're going through a wall. And that's the cool comic book aspect of Kingpin that I really like about his character. And we've always complained... Like really with with Arrow when Mia started running around and, and doing her quick kicks and, and just standing up and taking shots from dudes, Hawkeye was like, if a dude this size hits Kate, she's gonna go flying. And she didn't just shrug it off. She was like, Oh my gosh, I got I mean it's like, thank you. I don't care. I mean, it's not a thing of oh, a woman can't be a good fighter. It's that we just need to see that reality like if a big dude hits somebody anybody especially a woman that's half his size that she's going to feel it so that was great also another thing that was great was hawk was a uh, kingpin's hawaiian shirt just loved it man his 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 outfit choices have been much different but it's actually been like you just don't expect to see kingpin in a hawaiian shirt and that white hat like he's coming off the beach in miami i actually appreciate it he's like this ain't this suave daredevil suit kingpin this is a guy man i'm good man i'm running new york i get to the i get to the get to my uh tailor tomorrow i'm good i should have included a picture of him actually wearing this from the comic book he's fighting spider-man and he's wearing this shirt so people were like what keep it and wearing it's like no wait there's actually basis for it it's it's but, legit comic book material here it's comic book accurate yeah, so good. it was it was a classic outfit. I love 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 the entire choice. Just mixing it up a bit, and then we got the big showdown. We got Eleanor conf- being confronted by Kate, and I thought that was good because it wasn't this thing of 
oh mom i'm so sorry everything got turned upside down and you got confused and it all just went haywire on you it was like he was like nah dude you killed armand you framed your fiance and i'm sure you've done all kinds of crazy shady stuff before then so that was good because i didn't want this to be a eleanor was just doing it to help kate like they and kate acknowledged all the crummy stuff that her mom had done yeah because it, it it also helps both like a manipulative parent like no no see i did this for you like nah i'm, I'm smart enough not i'm just smart enough to see you did this because you wanted to and it worked out for you and now you're gonna face the consequences eleanor okay. had grown accustomed to a certain lifestyle i mean hey i mean it's not always you can have, you know, penthouses in New York with, like, three floors. I mean, you gotta make a deal with Kingpin to keep that up. And I appreciate that, because it really answered a huge question I had, like, how is she making this much money from a security joint to afford this massive palace in New York? But that explains everything. And then we got Yelena versus Hawkeye. And I thought this was really cool, because Clint was not fighting he was just like yeah I, I deserve it he just keeps smashing me with the baton whatever punching me away i'm just gonna maybe i'll block one but i'm not gonna fight back and finally and then people were online were going this is a martha moment he does the whistle and mm-hmm. and yelena freezes because hey what are you doing how do you know this whistle and that's my mother's name um and he's like no <laughs> I'm as close, I was as close to Natasha, like she was my sister, same as you, basically. And so we had this connection. She let me in on the whistle thing. So I know all about you from her. And everything that she did was to save the people that she loved. And if it was you and her on that cliff, she would have beaten you and then done what she did. I wasn't as good as her. She beat me. And that's why I'm here and she's not. And I think that was good. You know, he's he's not sitting on the couch, but he's getting his time to really let his feelings out and share with somebody who's just as pain and anguish over Natasha's death with Yelena. And she sees him crying like, shoot, I want to hate this dude. I really want to kill him to make myself feel a little better. But he, he's just like me. Yeah, I mean, like, again, you probably heard some story like, oh, yeah, he's totally the one who caused your sister's death. But then just hearing, like, kind of, that break, I mean, like, the, I don't want to say, like, that, her name is Martha Mom, because it's like, hey, if you, if, just by the stories they tell of each other, they've hung around each other, and these, like, personal stories are going to come out eventually, like, the fact that, um, Black Widow know Natasha knows that Clint has a family, like, those kind of, and no one else knows, except Nick Fury, it's like, and, um, Maria Hill, like, there is, they're in a very tight circle, so it's like, yeah, I got a sister, you know, we were in Ohio for a couple of years. Told my dad, Red Guard. I mean, Red Guardian got dimed out. Well, uh, for trying to steal some Iron Man tech and just stuff like that. I mean, some Stark tech. That was stuff that would come out, and then it's like, so it's like, yeah, we used to have a special whistle that we, you know, only the two of us had. We're like, oh, tell me about it. And then it makes sense. It's like, oh yeah, that's definitely something. If I ever meet her, I would want to, you know, hey, you know, you were really important, and. For him to do it at that moment, it's like, yeah, it's like, I I have dreams about how I could have stopped that from happening. And then somebody else who's also in that kind of pain, like, why didn't you stop? You're like, I'm, I couldn't do anything. It's like, I'm better than me. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So. And it was cool because, you know, it gives different context to the fight and in game where Natasha's just using her abilities and her wasp thing and he's just got his arrows and she's better mm. on the hand to hand. And mm. that's why. And she just was a savvier, smarter, sneakier fighter than him because of her training and because that was her boy, that was her brother. She does. I mean, also remember, it's like that. She doesn't. She only have all other gadgets. It's hers mostly is a stun and a whole bunch of hand to hand combat, walking weapon. But is I, so I got to ask a question. Out of your guest stars on this show, quote unquote, who was your standout one? I mean, come on, we're talking about it already. I mean, Elena was just great. Florence Pugh was just amazing throughout every appearance she had in this thing and it was just like she's so good okay bishop what are you doing and, and like the whole elevator thing like what stop that ow <sighs> that punch really hurt she's she's you want to go out for drinks yeah. sure after I close you know, just tell me to put Martin. she's so good and she's only been doing this and what three appearances or third appearance is yelena i mean if we count each episode of hawkeye as two different ones but I feel like she's such a fully realized character so fast, so immediate that it was like, yeah, I, I know her. I'm down. I want to see her and more stuff. And, yeah. you know, they decided to make this Young Avengers deal. They could put Kate Bishop and, and Yelena on that same squad because that would be a fun dynamic having those two in a team. Well, and they already got a bond, so we're already be jumping in like... If y'all want to have more episodes of those, just two of them doing kind of young Avengers things, but also your latest person there, how they play off each other would be perfect. Yeah, it was really great. And then we got to see Jack doing his thing with the swords. So we got a little swordsman action. And it's kind of funny how the Lerps were, hey, you know, we've got a guild. And we could always use a good swordsman. So, <laughs> I mean, it wasn't even said. It was like, yeah, yeah, he, he would have a lot of fun there. And yeah, I just. We can I, make a Huh? So they can make him a good outfit too. They can make him a very good outfit, and so I really thought that they knocked this out, did a really good job. The only thing um, that I do want to say is I was a little bit, I was kind of like, as it was getting to the ending, I was like, "Hey, are we gonna forget that whole watch thing?" And then we find out, no, 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 there is an actual purpose to the watch. Laura was actually a shield agent. And they didn't do a engraving of Mockingbird on the watch just to be like, ha, here's another one for you comic heads. But she was a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. So that also explains her deep connection to S.H.I.E.L.D. and all the, the deals and her workings with those guys and how Clint still was keeping some stuff even closer to the vest. Like, hey, Laura's just a housewife. No, she was a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, too. But Cap, Iron Man, Thor, Hulk, you guys don't need to know that much. That was interesting. Yeah. So, and and the fact that, like, Nick Fury would have been like, again, it makes sense. Like, Nick Fury, the man who has secrets on secrets, would know that. And then he'd be like, no, nah, let's just shift you guys off. And, you know, one works. And, you know, y'all y'all figure out how to work it. And now, I, I, I got a question. Was she, is she Mockingbird? Oh, wait. Uh, no, no, no. There is Mockingbird from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That... May or may not connect anymore. I have no idea how that works. I think I don't remember what Bobby's um, handle was. 
Let, let's go to the to the real quick videotape here. She, Bobby Morse, in comic books is Agent Nineteen. Oh, okay. I I was I was like I'm like Agent Nineteen. I'm like that. Just started reading. I'm like there's something to the Agent Nineteen. It's not like just a random. Huh. Okay. Hmm. So then this Can creates I a bit of a okay. Do we want to act like what happened to Agents of Shield didn't happen or? Not well. There, I mean, there is a some people try to act like it's not. There's like when Nick Fury was in it and Coulson was in it, so doesn't it count? But then there's also it's like, did I? I mean, it, on some level, on season four, or f uh, season six, I think, of Shield, they went to the future, which probably put them into a paradox pocket universe where they're not part now, not part of Marvel. But so maybe they I went mean, to another part of the multiverse. So yeah, so they're they probably into yeah. there. Or yeah. also, the Agent Nineteen handle is just like 007 where it keeps moving to person to person. Yeah. So and she they're always Agent Nineteen A or whatever, and they just keep mm -hmm. handing that over because I mean that's pretty early in the yeah. agents. So we've we've figured out a workaround for it. But yeah. All right. So we the the one thing that as I was watching it. I wasn't quite sure about that Kingpin Maya scene at the end. I was like, ooh, okay. But then I remembered and that she does shoot him and blinds him in the comic. And we don't see his body. And as Walking Dead has taught me, if we don't see the body, there's a chance the person's still alive. Can I, I didn't even know Maya, I mean, was a character, but I, I mean, I liked her in the show. But also very much like, if you don't see a body, always remember, there's there's some fishy going on, yeah. Because there's not just somebody smoking. I mean, I, I was like, uh, there's no kingpin, the suit and the jacket, and the we, we just see my walking by. Nah, y'all, yeah. We all should know something smoke, something sneaky would happen. Yeah, so, and, and we know that Maya's getting her own show with Echo, and there is a lot of strong rumors that Daredevil is going to make his MCU debut. Uh on that show and it may play out like season four of daredevil and if you're gonna do that you've got to have wilson fisk and him being pissed off and wanting revenge after being blinded sure does make for a pretty good foundation for a season i mean the fact that wilson fish going against daredevil oh, potentially who was blinded that can be interesting the blind versus the blind so lots of cool stuff on the horizon for mcu as usual, um, and I hated that post-credit scene. I just want to put that out there because I, I really, you know, as usual, I'm like, all right, cool. What's the post-credit scene? I mean, we've been trained since Iron Man that that's something big, that's something major, and this is just an extended version of the musical. Hey guys, we're really happy and proud of this, so we're just going to show you a long take. And I'm just waiting. All right, who's going to be in the crowd watching this? Is it going to be Loki? And like, oh, that's ridiculous. That's nothing like me. I mean, if they had just done that, I'd be like, ah, oh, okay, that was that was funny. That was clever. But it was Shuffle. nothing. It was just yeah. like, here's a long form version of this play. It's a Hamilton riff. It's a ha ha. That was funny. And all we needed was that moment that Hawkeye and his family were suffering through watching it. Yeah, I I I think you you told me a little bit to, that it was on the review on Lyle's moviefile.com um then you said yeah the post credit is terrible so i was like all right let me see if i thought i was like worried it was going to show like 
Wilson's this dead body. I'm like, no, you're not killing him off after you just get him. No, but no, it's it's just oh, that's just a little ridiculous two second musical. Fast forward, I see nothing. Goodbye. Thank you. God bless. It really would have been so much better if they just had anyone that we've seen. Even if it was just the cops from Avengers. I want a, I want a full barricade over on the, you know, if, if it was just those guys watching in the crowd. That would have been like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, that calls back to something we've seen before, but just nothing. I was like, this is lame. Totally worthless. I mean, I mean why not just have like Agent, I mean, uh, Agent Coulson in the back and, you know, just... Yeah, kind of went hell Basically, anybody like someone that we know reacting to it would have been cool, and we didn't get that. But one thing that we did get that was cool. Now, everyone who watched Spider-Man: No Way Home has already seen this, but now the rest of us, or, or the rest of everybody else, got to see the trailer for Dark Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. And there's so much to take away from it. It was cool, but to me. The super standout moment was when Doctor Strange confronted what if version Doctor Strange. And I was like, oh man, yes, bring it on. This is so cool, really exciting. And uh, this teaser poster shows the hint of mad Doctor Strange. I just, I think they're going to have so much fun with this. And there's so many possibilities of where they're going to take it. Who we're going to see, maybe more characters from What If, maybe just different takes of different characters. I mean, it, it's so wide open. We saw a preview, a snippet of Miss America, saw Scarlet Witch in Scarlet Witch outfit. So, so much there. What do you think? Oh, who is the, who, who is the, uh, the one, the, the big giant eye that he's fighting? Yeah. See, you're going to make me butcher another Marvel name. All right, so he that is the squid creature. You've seen him in Marvel vs. Capcom or Marvel Superheroes, the fighting game from Capcom. Yeah, okay. I think it's Shumath Gorath. I think that's how you pronounce it. I think that's that shit. So that, that's a, a character in there. It's in the Lego set. Lego kind of was like, ha, ah, who cares? We're going to just put this out early for people. So you always have to watch your Lego sets for potential spoilers if you just want to go watch this. something. Yeah, those marketing guys sometimes do jump the gun. They, they can get you. But, yeah, I, I, it was like funny because like you know how most Marvel, we're we're used to just seeing like that second post credit scene is usually like a small ha ha moment, but then to get a full on teaser of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, you're like, oh, oh wow, like we're, it was totally different, and it was like. Oh, yeah, this is really what it has been building to. Mm-hmm. And it's very much like, oh, shoot, this is going to be major. Yeah. And then when you just see kind of like, uh, what if Doctor Strange, because especially any of us who's like, he beat a whole rack of, but you don't know who he didn't beat. Because he might have just been like, yeah, I can't beat that guy. Let me go to the next dude. And it's just like, even if it's almost like, a, a, because they have him in the poster, it's not some scary cameo. He's got to be something. Yeah, and it's like, and especially like, we don't. I mean, again, not doing any spoilers from uh, Spider uh, Spider Man No Way Home, but it's very much like there's something major to going on in that world too. You're like, okay, uh, signing me up for 2022 now. If I wasn't already excited, May 6th, so we're all set, we're all ready, and can't wait for it. So, um. I think we mentioned last week Jessica Henwick. 
declined to appear in Shang-Chi because she wanted to do Matrix Resurrections. But there was actually a reason for her decision not to do this. And one that I'm kind of down with because there's a good reason for it. So when she did an interview with The Hollywood Reporter, she said she was reluctant to play Xia uh, Ling because she didn't want to close the door on Colleen. That definitely did come up in the discussion. If I did Shang-Chi, I would effectively be putting Colleen, Colleen to bed. It wasn't the main factor, but it definitely came up in conversations. I love Colleen. She changed my life. Of course, I was given the opportunity to visit her. Of course, if I were given the opportunity to visit her, I would. But I just don't know how likely that is. Charlie knew about that opportunity years ago. He already knew it was happening. I think I would have heard by now if there are any plans with Colleen. So that's kind of cool because she's like, I don't want to play a different character. I want to play the character I started out as. And her and Simone Missick really should be brought into the MCU proper to do Daughters of the Dragon. I thought they had really great chemistry. And there's no reason not to because they were really well cast and totally down for it. So how does that make you feel? Because I thought it was just like, dude, you seriously chose to not be in a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie to take the Matrix film role? I, I mean, I think I, I think that's actually the best reason for it. You tell me that reason, I can't hate on you for that. Because it's, it's like, I don't think, as much as people may hate on um, Iron Fist, Iron Fist, there, people who watch that second season know there's some pieces in there that can transcend that show. And Daughters of the Dragon, I mean, like, if we heard Gunner talk about that like 9,000 times, it's like, I want to see this. And I hate to say it, now that All Rise has been canceled, and it, I don't know if they're going to get a magic third season on OWN or not, but it looks like that is, if the most best case scenario, that's only going to be one season. That sounds like, hey, there's still an opportunity here. And I don't know what the status of matrix if they're doing uh another trilogy we'll or whatnot uh, well, I, I, I don't I, I don't know but if they're if for somebody like hey my character's good and y'all know that and especially after you guys brought vincent d'onofrio back is you guys except that that show in that the netflix shows happen so i'm still available and I could probably have more legs as Colleen Wing in a whole nother series versus a one character in uh, Shang-Chi. Yeah. I mean, I, I think Zia Ling's going to have a major role going forward, too. Daniel Destin Cretton, the director of Shang-Chi, is working on the Disney Plus series for Marvel. That We don't know what that is. Maybe that's a, a Ten Rings show. But... I would love to see Daughters of the Dragon. I think that is very well suited for a Disney Plus show. And that'd be a lot of fun. That's something they could just keep cranking out. And it's great because it's all about the diversity. It's got a black and an Asian lead in that. So make it happen, Marvel. All right. So now I promised. I'm bringing it right up right now. Matrix Resurrections. I watched this movie of, uh, maybe a couple weeks ago. And I wrote my review really quickly because I need to get all my thoughts out so I can process and move the heck on. You saw it today. <laughs> and, and from your immediate text, like probably 20 minutes in, I was like, oh yeah, you're, you're not loving this either. 
was your, <sighs> what was your thoughts on this nostalgia hack trip? I mean, nostalgia hack trip almost is a, I mean, just a mild serving of what you're going to get. The first 30 minutes of the movie are clips from, I mean, like literally like half of them are clips from the previous Matrix trilogy. And you're just like, okay, yeah, I understand. And you guys keep referencing the old Matrix. It's like, okay, yeah, we, 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 we were there. Like, what new ground are you guys breaking on this new Matrix? Like, uh, oh, wow, there's bullet time. Yeah, yeah, I get it. That's what we called it. But why am I going to be paying IMAX prices to go see a new movie? And throughout the whole daggone movie, you didn't get that. It was just, okay, all right, so what's the story here? It was like all the bad parts of Reloaded and Revolutions was Resurrections. Revolutions? Yeah. I mean, it was just like, what are y'all doing? Wait, what are those two? Reloaded and Revelations? Revelations, not Resolutions. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's how much I, I really was into those the second and third. Like the second film had some good parts and there were some decent to really good action scenes in part three. It just it kind of fell apart near the end. Like as soon as Neo talks to the architect, that's when I started checking out of the franchise. Where it's like, you know what? Y'all have gone too far. You're taking this thing that was fun too seriously. And it's not necessary. That's the funny part. I actually love I, I love it. It's like, hey, you've been tricked. I mean, very much kind of, you've been tricked and led you're this one, one, but you aren't the one. You are one. You aren't the loose Skywalker here to save all. Your father was already here before you who was supposed to be the one who was going to set everything right. Or, you know, not necessarily Thomas Anderson. I mean, you know, father. Right. But it was, it's like, there was something deeper. And then there's like, the second, I mean, the third one, I, as I said, I like that movie until exactly the point where Neil's on the gurney, you know, go bye-bye, you know, and after that, I press stop in that movie, and I don't hate it. If I keep going, I like, this movie is garbage. What the heck is this? Wreck? Ten minutes of just blah, 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 super, yada, 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 this Matrix is awesome. This Matrix is for everybody. It's like, oh, get lost. But this one decides to, hey, remember that scene you hated in the show? It's important. Oh, wait. Is this movie important? No. This movie is not important. Look. Haha. See this. I thought okay. a major problem, and I will continue to say this, is that Keanu Reeves needed to look like Neo instead of John Wick. And I don't know why visually that was so hard for me to just wrap my head around because he had the John Wick beard, the hair. I mean, he did have the shorter haircut in you know the non-matrix moments but i just felt like even if it was worth it would have been worth doing the cgi to get the old hairstyle for him so it didn't just look like he was transplanted into another movie yeah i i think i think that was a call they should have made because it very much was like one of those like hey at least have him cut his hair not look, again the john wick thing was just not the way to go it should have I mean they should have probably done I don't know how expensive that de-aging is, but it's like, if you're going to make something... Man, listen, this is Warner Brothers. We know they have great experience removing facial hair. Huh? Get out. I want you out of your own podcast. Get out. I'm taking over. This guy's obviously lost his mind. But it was just like, hey, Keanu, uh, I know you're shooting this whole, you know, 
John Wick 4. But can we ask you to share this drink? Well, I kind of trust all John Wick 4's money or 5's money versus Matrix whatever money. So I'm going to let this sit here and do what it <laughs> needs to be. Hey, 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 can't can it. I agree with you. <laughs> he, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't choose the, the wrong pill. Um, no. So we had a new Mr. Smith and or Agent Smith. And this is my boy from Hamilton, Jonathan Groff. And I think he was fine, but I just felt that once again, they were doing too much of the. It was like, hey, remember that really great first classic movie? We're going to dig up all the old bones from that and just try to act like we're doing a remake of that. And it very yeah. much felt like Force Awakens in the sense of everything that you liked about this one movie that came before it 20, 30 years ago. We're going to revisit it and hope that it plucks at the same heartstrings as before. And they really needed to beg Hugo Weaving to come back if they were doing this nostalgia trip. Because throwing in a new Agent Smith who was acting like, yeah, Neo, remember that time we did sessions? I was like, nah, fellas. Nah, fam, that's not working. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, I think Javon used to say it. I mean, he says it's like, you know, they basically pulled out the nostalgia berries and tried to make eat them. It was just very much like, you can't have that. You needed the kind of cool Hugo Weaving delivery for... Mr. Anderson. And he's like, you can't do that. And I understand. He just is like, I'm kind of good on these movies. It's like, yeah, then don't do that. Like, kind of, he's too important for that. Like, and just, and again, I don't have anything against the dude that casts is, you know, super, I mean, agents with, A, I think they need to recut those commercials because I'm like, oh, wait, isn't he actually Agent Smith? Oh, Wait, I'm not seeing this way too early. Yeah, this isn't paying off because I kind of know way too much. But even if I didn't, it still wasn't the great because you know it gets revealed like in five minutes of the movie after they finish all the flashbacks. And then hey, remember that train station fight we did in that first movie? Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> We're gonna do a slower version of that now. Nah, man. Like you can't. Do, like that was a cool scene. It's like. Now it was almost like now you're making me understand that Keanu Reeves is 47 years old, and I don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like just I, come on. I don't want any parts of that. I felt like I uh, want John. Like, come on, man. It was weird because they had like a whole new crew, and it just felt like they were revisiting the whole dynamic of the first film. Everybody's in black, wearing sunglasses, and I felt like has the Matrix evolved stylistically at all, where it's not just the same look. I felt like that was something they could have gone more neo-futuristic with the designs, maybe some color, like, hey, this is a whole new Matrix. I just felt like they were going back to an era where we can't make superheroes with colorful costumes. And I thought the Matrix did that fine. They were basically the originators of the black leather superhero mm. outfits. And we're going to use the trench coat as an as a analogy for My- a cape here. Yeah. And... But going back to that style just felt like, ah, guys have already done this. And everybody's in sunglasses. That everybody's wearing black. It's weird. Okay, let me ask you another question. I mean, I ask you the first question on this movie. Do you remember any of those people's names? Uh, Cypher. Wrong, wrong movie. Oh. Um, <laughs> those are take no, also not, not applicable. How about Morpheus? <laughs> Because Morpheus sort of counts as a different character, right? Sort of, kind of. 
I didn't understand that. And I thought that was just, that was, like, when they started trying to explain that, I was like, stop. My head's hurting. I don't want to watch a sci-fi movie and have my head hurt. Actually, I'm used to having sci-fi movies where my head hurts because I'm trying to figure out, you know, stuff. But this just didn't make any dang on sense. It was like, oh, see, what he did is he made a code of Nate Morpheus who was like Agent Smith. What? Wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So, is it Agent Smith or is it Morpheus? Because, wait, you already have an Agent Smith, so why is he coding things? It's like, like, and we already have supposedly a overseer making sure Neo's not doing anything. Did you think that maybe having an Agent Morpheus would probably be an issue? I would think that would be a major issue. Like, that would be somebody who would want to shut down. Yeah, it's like, uh, you know, if I, if we don't have Trinity in here, you know, hey, you're going crazy. But it's like, no, this it, there was so much in this movie, we were just like... Question. I'm really, this is two and a half hours. I'm really hoping some new ground gets broke. And I mean, just this... Because it's me. It's like I was hoping Javon was going to be on. Like I was. I remember being over his 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 mom's house and seeing Matrix the first time. And I in in a audible amount of absurdity. I mean, you know, four letter words were just coming out of my mouth just because I'm so wowed by this movie. And this one was all right. Remember Bullet Time? Yeah. Remember we got Neo force exploding things. Yeah, you know, I watched the first one four or five months ago. I mean, it, it had been a minute. So rewatching it after watching the MCU Mandalorian, even the DC extended universe, I still felt like this is a special movie. I mean, granted special effects aren't cutting edge 2021, but I was watching, I was hooked. I was all into the story. I thought the characters were really good. And that's something that the second and third, and now this fourth one really lacked. It's just you can't have everybody being like, oh, Neo, you're so amazing. Like, you need personalities like Dozer, Tank, Cypher. Um, gosh, what's my, what's, what's my girl's name in the white suit? Cypher. That was Cypher. Yeah. Oh, man. Who, who was... Who Wait, was no, 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 that wasn't Cypher. Uh, I know. Uh, anyway. Cypher was, Cypher was the dude with the mustache. Yeah, the shady dude. So, yeah, I... I you're talking yeah. about. But like even back then she was different because she wore white and everybody else is in black. But they had personality and character. And I felt like these random people in this one were like, uh, okay. But I had a really serious question for you. The Duh. Matrix came out in 99, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Why do we need to slather Jada Pinkett Smith with awful makeup to show her that she's older? Yeah. Jada Pinkett should, if by their timeline, was dating Morpheus, who was, let's say, probably in his 30s. Like, probably. Jada Pinkett, in this timeline, would be 100 years old. She moved pretty well. I just feel like they could have just had, they could have thrown on... I mean, literally, she could just be like Jada Pinkett Smith now with her. Just change her blonde, faded hair to gray and done a little CGI to age her up a little. But that makeup looked terrible. Again, it was it was funny. Like I saw it like in the commercial. I didn't know that. I didn't even know that was Jada Smith, Pinkett Smith. I'm like, Who I thought it was like a bad version of Fandy Newton. I'm like, oh, man, they just screwed her all up. And then it hit, like Jada Pinkett. I was like, 
Oh, they got screwed her all the way up. Like, come on, y'all should do better. Like, it was just... You can... Try and using Jada Pinkett is the linchpin from Zion. It's like... <laughs> right. Really? I mean, like, again, why... The one dude who literally believed in Neo like no other... Right. Kid. Why don't y'all use kid? Like, because, hey, you can find another dude and say he's kid, and I'll believe you. Because, hey, it's like, Neil, I had faith in you. I thought you said us free. I thought you ended the war. But no. And again, I don't understand. They didn't even come up with the actual rationale on, hey, we came up with the seventh generation matrix. And Zion was scared. Okay. Did Zion get split? Y'all didn't even finish the... Like, you started the story and then didn't actually finish the sentence. Like, all right. And then everyone in Zion died. Now I just... We got XO. Oh, uh, what happened? Did y'all... I mean, I saw people there, but... Well, they didn't evolve. So that means they're still there, right? Who knows? Who cares? I know you love seeing Satine back. And I was, when she showed up, I was like, oh, yes. Jason's favorite character in the entire series is here. And she's an adult woman, baby. I almost, I actually didn't mind seeing her. Because that actually made sense. Because no, it didn't. For the original play. No, 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 no. It did not make sense. Because, again, this is the funny thing. She was supposed to be a, a, um... Whatever, a bug or something. A program they didn't have use for in the original Matrix. So then, how the hell did she come hanging out with her parents and her mom and dad in the next Matrix? Because they didn't date her in the first one. Like, what was her... Like, just because you got copied over by Smith? Wait a minute, everybody got copied over by Smith. So, every program should have been deleted and go to the next version of them. Like, no, it was so... It's like, I mean, give me my bad cameo of the Merovingian spitting blah, 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 I'm like, come on, man. Just let me have that moment. It don't just, garbage it up. useful when Monica Bellucci is next to him. That's the only time he's useful. And then again, we was like, because this is the funny thing. Like, when she, in the second movie, she was like, hey, when we originally started here, he was like you. So it's like, you could actually make, like, hey, the Merovingian, now that he doesn't have all the people, he's actually this bad tail fighter who could actually go against Neo because he almost was like Neo. Now he's yeah. just spitting out random French, they like, looking like a homeless bum. And I was like, this is, this is not the direction. Why is he almost fun? He's, yeah. he's supposed to be so daggone smart. In 60 years, you ain't figured out how to, you know, get back on top? Like, yeah. come on. Why couldn't he have done a new club or something? It just, it was weird. He's like, hey, remember him? He's here, but he's still, he's homeless. Da, da, dee, da, dee, da. All right, so then Neil Patrick Harris was the uh, analysis. I think that's what his role was. And I, I don't understand why they, why they decided, hey, let's rebuild Neo. Let's heal Neo and Trinity. And let's just keep them sort of around each other. Like, I don't, I didn't get that. Okay, I'll, I'll give that. It was like, hey, they were giant. By having them together, they were bait. Just like kind of the end of Matrix where he's emitting all this power. So he was a giant to, battery. And his yeah, he's again the, the giant copper top. It was like, okay, but... I mean, it's like his their logic of, oh, yeah, you know, the two of you together, but yearning for each other made so much more. It's like, 
Okay. I was yearning so, for a better script. I think everybody's yearning for a better script after watching that. I mean, but it, it was just like, okay, this is the most sense you made. But then the non-architect architect is hanging out like, hey, stop him. Oh, I guess because I'm, I'm, I'm. I, I thought you had super bullet time to stop stuff like this from happening, but yet magically now you can't figure out how to make it. Work. Yeah, it, you know, it was one of those movies where they kept changing its own rules, and I don't think anyone remembered the rules that they established two minutes ago. And also, why would they give Trinity superpowers? Okay. I can explain, I can kind of go with that because they had to mix their code together to make sure potentially Neo didn't get all his superpowers back. So throwing him some of them in her would potentially eliminate him hulking out and becoming super Neo again. But the whole thing is they, they need to keep them somewhat together. I mean, this this was a bad villain plan. It's like leaving the acid within distance of the hero tied up. Like, oh, if only I could nudge this table. Oops, there it goes. <laughs> I could free myself. Oh, no, what happened? So, okay. Just because, and again, people, I just want to let you know. Even though I try and can say, oh, I can kind of say that it was garbage. Everything I'm trying to explain is garbage because it doesn't make perfect. It doesn't even make good sense. It just, maybe we can throw a little logic in here, a little sprinkle of logic. It's still garbage. It was, ugh. Putrid. Yes. So, yeah. I, I now, understand. did you? Did you appreciate, you know, the end scene where they're both flying in superpowers? It's like, wait, you guys really gave them both superpowers? This was really freaking stupid. I, I just didn't enjoy it. I was really happy to be done with it. Because I, I saw it in a theater, so I had my mask on the whole time. And I was like, <gasps> I need to breathe. So I, I, felt like I, was, I felt like I was escaping the Matrix myself when I was able to get out of that theater. I was very happy about that. Two and a half hours of previews to see that movie. I don't have any previews. I just watched the movie. I, 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 I know that you're a critic and you've never walked out of a movie, but man, this would have been a high problem. You know, this thing is coming on HBO Max. I, I can watch that later. I will confess I did not watch the post-credit scene. So oh, There was a post-credit scene? There was. And, it, and I'm assuming it wasn't just them playing Rogers' okay. musical again. No, it was probably Agent Smith in his, haha, now that I have all my Agent Smith powers, I can just take over this Matrix again because I got some of Neo's code on me. So what's to stop me from taking over this stupid version of the Matrix? This ma the Matrix doesn't make any sense. And I feel like the first film made sense. Like, I could play along with everything they set up. And then they just started trying to make it deeper, and then it made less and less sense. So, well, that that's the Matrix. Resurrections. Yeah. Just stay buried. Let's put some more dirt on it, on his carcass, and leave it be. Please. Because it, it was funny. Like, one of our friends was saying, hey, he really has been looking forward to seeing that all year. And I was like, if this, it was on your all year list, <laughs> I apologize. You're going to check it out no matter what we say. But, man, you're going to remember this conversation, though. I could have done something better with my time. Yeah. That was going me. Not be that good. And we're going to have to wait a little bit longer for John Wick 4. Because the Lionsgate put out a little teaser video said it's coming out March 23rd, 2023. So we have a little ways to go. Not really thrilled about that, but I think there's so many films that have been pushed back and pushed back that it's okay. I'll wait for a quality John Wick movie because those movies don't disappoint. Thoughts? Yeah. And if any, anybody was screenwriting, 
you know, had a writing credit on Matrix 4, kick him off the project. <laughs> no, thank you. We want no parts of you. So, Spider-Man No Way Home had the second best opening ever. It actually beat out Infinity War by, I think, $3 million. So, Infinity mm-hmm. War is $257 million, and No Way Home was $260 million. Really impressive, and... I understand why we have been starving for a blockbuster of this quality, and we got it. And Marvel Studios proves once again, oh, we understand what our fans want. We will just keep doing that. No problem. Um, I, it, it, I, I saw the movie, I think, uh, on Monday. I had to, I mean, it, I just, like, if you want a great comic book movie go see this movie i mean you owe it to yourself i mean it it is just it was phenomenal i mean i i like really trying to plot on hmm when the rest of the year can i find the time to watch this movie because it needs to happen because that was so freaking good i agree i feel like sony now that they've made this initial surge of money i feel like they could be really savvy and go with the all right here you can watch spider-man no way home at home for $50. I feel like people would sign up for it as Omnicron is coming and surging throughout everything. I think people would, would be like, oh, great, because I don't want to go to theaters, but I really want to see this event movie. I think this, they could do that, pull it off pretty well. Yeah, I, I think if there was some loophole in Tom Holland's contract or any of them's contract where they were allowed to do it, I would be like, I don't know if we... we this movie without Omicron would definitely be a billion dollar movie. I, I don't, I have no doubt in my mind. I, I don't know where this anyway. I think it's going to be anyway. It, I mean, I mean, you think you're already, you're basically over a quarter of the way done your first week. Yeah. I mean, if it even drops half, I mean, half, 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 it's, and then there's going to be people telling it like us, go see this freaking movie. Like if you're, you're watching this, listening, you should have already seen it. But you need to go tell everybody else. It's like, if you watch any, you like some Spider-Man movies or MCU movies, go see this movie. And then you're going to wind your life again and be like, wow, DC, go take some notes. Just, just, just take a lot. Our boy Brandon from Loading Snacks, shout out to the Loading Snacks crew, said he is going, he's plotting his fourth time to see it while he was at a theater for his second time. So, Totally agree. It's worth seeing, and I cannot wait to do it. I've got to take Monica through some homework because I've only shown her the Marvel Studios corner of this universe. I haven't expanded to Sony early and Fox early. So now we're getting into the, all right, we got to do some homework. So I got to put you on the Marvel Netflix stuff and the Sony Spider-Man films to really appreciate it. I definitely deserve because it's like you need to understand who the villains are and kind of their arcs. Yeah, you do because it's really important. It's not a, it's not a, oh, I've heard about this Spider-Man movie. I think this is one like Endgame where you need to do a little homework, but it's really rewarding once you do. All right, so that's it. Time, brother, for your nominees for Dummies of the Week. Uh, Well, I know with, with you know, we've been talking about all these uh, movies and stuff and we're kind of doing a little different at the end, but I think this one needs to be said. My dummy of the week is the NFL. The NFL decided after Captain Captain No Vaccine uh, decided he could take off his mask and do whatever. They basically let the rest of the league do that. And now it's coming home to bite them all in the butt. 
games that should be we should be watching on Sunday are now getting moved to Tuesday. Our Tuesday games are going on Wednesday because they have no freaking clue what they're doing. Because you know Omicron's out and you know people getting vaccinated still are you know it's spreading through everybody and the t- testing protocol puts your 52 man roster down to about 10 dudes and and one coach and you know maybe their brothers is an assistant in high school football. That's about all they got to go with. It is like uh, if I'm I somebody that was the team that the Washington football team fielded this stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You're paying eighty five dollars. Uh, yeah, this isn't what I pay to see. And again, it's it's probably better than you know last year not having people in stands. But it's like this is now hitting a point, especially in the playoff front. It's an inferior product, and it needs. It's like honestly. Maybe delayed it, you know, rest part of the season, like a month or two. I'm going to say and this: if the Niners win the Super Bowl, I'm not going to put an asterisk on the season. If anybody else does, I'm going to put a very huge, big one. Hey, teams weren't able to put their full team out there because of this this COVID thing. I mean, my fantasy team is being led by Tyreek Hill, and he's on the COVID list. And when I'm in the playoffs, and I'm going to put a super asterisk on the season if I don't win. Listen, I clearly, I was the number one team. Only, only took one L the entire season. Only one. And I'm not going to lose because of COVID. Okay? So, uh, COVID, COVID was, man, baby. Yeah. Or, or you will. Yeah, so. It's like, I mean, because, I mean, I ask, I mean, it's almost in the point. Even if your team, like you said, if your team doesn't win, it's like, well, the other team basically had, you know, was it Brett Huntley in here because, and even he, I'm not hey, talking about him. Hey, he did a great job. I'm, not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna stand here for you disregarding him. Disrespect. No, nah, but I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, like you're, you're not like teams aren't feeling. They're, I, I, I actually meant to say Jordan Love, and instead of Brett, I mean, you know, ca- Captain Vaccine, but Captain Immunized. Not, oh, I'm sorry, I'm I'm, I'm immunized. <clears throat> yeah. You're like if you, you, you're like in the playoffs. This so. is. Important. The thing is, this is going to happen in the playoffs. It's just, like, anybody who thinks it's not your favorite teams in the playoffs, guess what? Some of your starters are going on the list. Because, trust me, if as I said, I joked about it earlier. If I'm playing against somebody, say, like, a Minnesota, I'm telling one dude, hey, man, you, you got that drink? Yeah, go talk to Kirk Cousins. Game over. Like, I, I don't have to worry. Like, your team's done. Like, I'm just like I'm just sitting there, little spies like little yeah. I think they're in infiltration efforts. Oh yeah, team done. Oh, we're gonna postpone the game, but should you? Right. Yeah, there you go. And so, my, dummy they, Tam- my dummy of the week is Tampa Bay tantrum, temper tantrum, Tom, for throwing a tablet, tablet throwing, temper tantrum, Tampa Bay Tom. It's so ridiculous. <sighs> I mean, this guy can't have rules changed enough for him, but he's so upset that he's throwing the tablet. Like, yeah, love the guy. He he's awesome. He he can't ever have enough. And yeah, he's a competitor. I love that. He's a goat of goat of being a ridiculous fool. So that's my dummy of the week. And I I needed to get a picture, and I need to show you because I have it as my wallpaper for the week, just for this oh, week. And it's possible I won't change it. Tyler Lockley, I will not. But I needed to show you my wallpaper on my phone right now. It's psycho Tom Brady. <laughs> He's so upset. I'm not supposed to be shut out of anything. I'm going to throw a tablet because that, that's how I roll. 
Hey, you know what? If you ate some bread, man, you, you just wouldn't have this problem. Yeah. Tell Giselle to, to make some rolls this weekend. All right, bro shot. Thank you as always for rolling with me. I don't know what the heck we're going to talk about because Hawkeye's done. Spider-Man's done. We're just going to be sitting around waiting for uh, Superman and Lois. Maybe next week we'll talk about our best of 2021. So get your list together. I know you've got Matrix Resurrections right in the middle of the top 10. Right at the middle of the top 10 of worst things I've seen in the last five years. Yeah. That hurts. All right. Thank you as always for all of me, brother. Thank you all out there for listening. This episode of Lyle's Movie Files has been filed.